The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics because this topic is the reason that people with MS actually can get stronger, walk better, improve your balance, make your day-to-day activities easier. And that is neuroplasticity. Now, we've had probably two episodes so far on neuroplasticity, the ins and outs, what it is, how it works. But lately, I've been receiving further questions about neuroplasticity. So yes, there are still some people wondering what it is, so I will do a quick overview. But other questions I've been receiving are, how long does it take for neuroplasticity to occur? How long do I need to do the exercises for before I reap the benefits? And how long do these benefits last for? So those are the questions that I'm going to focus on answering today. In case you need a reminder of what neuroplasticity is, or maybe this is the first time you're ever hearing the phrase neuroplasticity, let's do a quick overview. Neuroplasticity is the ability of our brain to either strengthen neural pathways that already exist or find brand new neural pathways. Now, if you've heard me talk about this before, hopefully that makes sense. But if this is your first time, or if this is maybe your second or third time, it might still sound a little confusing. So let's break it down. When I say neural pathway, what I mean is that every muscle in our body has a nerve that runs from the muscle all the way up to our brain or spinal cord. And that nerve that runs that entire distance is called a neural pathway. So in order to get any muscle to work, in order to move any body part, what first needs to happen is your brain needs to have the thought of move my leg, pick that up, do this, do that, or it has to be a reflex. Once you either think that thought or have that reflex, that neural pathway fires And an impulse goes from your brain all the way down to that neural pathway. It travels through the brain, through the spinal cord, through other muscles, all the way to the specific muscle that it innervates, basically meaning the muscle that is responsible for moving. And this is true for all human beings. Whether you have MS or not, in order to move a muscle, you first need to have the thought or the reflex then an impulse travels down that neural pathway and innervates that muscle, meaning the muscle will move. But when you have MS, things get in the way. There's inflammation, which impacts these neural pathways. And more than anything, there's demyelination. 
Demyelination is when the sheath that covers or protects the neural pathways is worn away. And when that happens, the neural pathways don't work the way that they should. Those impulses that get sent down those pathways don't travel all the way they need to go to move the muscle. And that is why lifting up your leg or bending your knee, lifting your toes up, balance. That's why some of these things are so challenging because the nerve and that neural pathway is demyelinated. Neuroplasticity is the ability of your brain to strengthen those neural pathways and find brand new neural pathways. Because sometimes those neural pathways that you have are still there, they just aren't working. Maybe you're overcompensating with a different neural pathway. So in that case, you can actually strengthen those neural pathways. But in other cases, maybe you go to lift your leg or move a specific body part and it doesn't move at all. That means that that neural pathway is not working. So neuroplasticity in this case is the ability to find a brand new neural pathway. Now, there are specific things that you can do to get neuroplasticity to work, things like functional exercise, high repetitions, rest breaks. All of that information has been reviewed in the Missing Link podcast, episodes number three and episode number 39. So if you're looking for more specific details on how to get neuroplasticity to work, how to get your brain to do this, definitely check out the Missing Link podcast episodes three and 39. And as a side note, this has been tested in people with MS. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, that sounds too good to be true. I totally get it. It does sound too good to be true, but there is tons and tons of research specifically on neuroplasticity in people with MS. So this has been tested. We know for a fact that it does happen for people with MS. And in episodes three and 39, we also talk about the differences between spinal cord lesions and brain lesions and neuroplasticity. So lots of great information there. But as I mentioned earlier, today I want to focus on how long it takes to get neuroplasticity to work and how long you'll keep those benefits for. Let's start off with how long it takes. As you might guess, this is a very challenging question to answer because, as we all know, MS is so different for each individual person. There is absolutely no guideline for neuroplasticity. There are no protocols that say, do these exercises for this number of days or weeks or months, and you will notice XYZ results. Nothing like that exists. That would be impossible because MS is so varied. The level of demyelination, the location of demyelination, the intensity of inflammation and scarring, it all plays a role in our movement. However, there are some things that I can share with you regarding how long it takes to work. What I have seen firsthand from working with my clients over the last nine years is that it takes a shorter amount of time for neuroplasticity to kick in if your body and your brain is strengthening neural pathways that already exist, and it takes a longer time for your brain and body to find brand new neural pathways. Now, this sounds kind of obvious. Of course, it's going to take a lot longer for your brain to find a brand new way to go from point A being your brain to point B being your muscle. 
It has to try out thousands, if not millions of different possibilities before it might find one that works. I can always tell that neuroplasticity is working on current neural pathways by the feedback that my clients give me. So whether it's my in-person clients who have MS or my missing link members, without fail, I will hear feedback as soon as they start doing proper functional MS-specific exercises, usually within the first few days or up until the first few months, stating that their movements are getting easier. Again, I know this sounds too good to be true, but it's not uncommon to have some of my Missing Link members say that within their first three days of doing Missing Link exercises, which again are all MS-specific in a functional way to promote neuroplasticity, within those first three days, they are already noticing an improvement in their foot drop. They're able to lift their ankle higher. Or other people might notice an improvement in their marching, the lifting of their leg, or the bending of their knee. So if you are one of those people where you noticed a difference after starting MS-specific exercises within the first few days up through the first few months, then that means your body and brain is working in a way that is strengthening your current neural pathways that are there. They just weren't working correctly. Maybe they weren't strong enough or You just weren't using them. You were overcompensating, whether you knew it or not, with a different muscle group or a different neural pathway to produce the movement that you needed. So any movement that improves quickly like that, and again, by quickly, I mean a few months or sooner, means that neuroplasticity is working and it's strengthening the pathways that already exist. However, you might not be in that boat. You might be doing your MS-specific exercises in a functional way that works for you and your lifestyle, and you've been doing them for six months and you still don't see a difference, or maybe nine months. So there is this other way that neuroplasticity works, as we mentioned earlier, where it finds new neural pathways. This takes longer. So my clients who notice improvements in any of their muscles, whether it's, again, bending your knee, lifting your leg, in your core muscles, lifting your ankle, if you're noticing those improvements anywhere from a few months up to a few years, that means that neuroplasticity is working for you, but it's finding brand new neural pathways, which is different than strengthening pathways that already exist. Because if you have a neural pathway that is already there, it's already working, it was just weak or maybe not being used, you essentially just need to wake it up. You need to remind that neural pathway that it should be working and how it should be working. That is quicker. But when that neural pathway is not working, your brain needs to reroute itself to find a new way to make this movement occur. And that takes a long time. In my experience, it takes a few months of consistently doing these exercises all the way up to a few years. Now, as you might imagine, this can feel defeating and discouraging. It's so hard to stay consistent at something when you are not seeing the benefits. And as amazing as neuroplasticity is, it's really challenging because it requires belief that it's happening. 
because we can't see neuroplasticity happening. We can't hear it happening. We can't feel it happening. Yet in order for it to work, it requires that we do and attempt these movements over and over and over and over again, even when we're not seeing the actual movement. So if I were to boil that question down into one quick short answer, the question being, how long does it take for neuroplasticity to kick in? My answer would be, it could take as little as one to three days and as up to several years. Regardless, it requires the same thing. It requires functional MS-specific exercises consistently over time. Episode nine of the Missing Link podcast is an episode where I go through what functional exercise is, what I mean by MS-specific exercises. So if you have any questions about that right now, definitely check out episode nine of the Missing Link podcast after you're done listening to this episode. Now, the second question I've been getting a lot lately is, how long will I keep the benefits of neuroplasticity? And this answer is much quicker than the first question. The answer is, for as long as you do the exercises for. Neuroplasticity is definitely one of those things where you need to do the exercises consistently over time to get neuroplasticity working. And in order to keep those benefits, you need to keep doing the exercises. Now, one unfortunate thing of multiple sclerosis is that you can lose the benefits from things like stress or a cold, an illness, a UTI, any type of infection. When you are hit with the flu or anything that your body has to recover from, oftentimes when you have MS, that means that your strength can temporarily worsen or maybe your balance or your spasticity or any of your symptoms can temporarily worsen. So there are situations where even if you stay consistent with the exercises, you will feel like you'll lose some of that progress. Again, usually that is caused from an infection or an illness or stress levels. And also, but more temporary, heat or cold intolerance is something that can cause that. Two final notes I want to leave you on is understanding that every muscle group is different. You might have some neural pathways that are there, but not working great, and neuroplasticity might need to just wake those up. And that's the type that's going to take much shorter amount of time, anywhere from a few days up to a few months. And then you might have different neural pathways for different muscle groups where they're just not working at all. So neuroplasticity might kick in over the span of six months or a year or two years. It is possible to have both since every muscle group has a different neural pathway. For example, you might notice that lifting your leg becomes easier, much quicker than lifting your ankle or vice versa. And my final note is stay consistent and trust the process. Neuroplasticity is amazing. It truly is the reason that people with a progressive disease like MS actually can get stronger, walk better, improve your day-to-day -day activities, improve your balance, improve your flexibility. All these things that sound too good to be true, it's not, but it takes consistency of doing the proper exercises. If you need any further guidelines on exactly what exercises you should be doing 
for the specific goals that you're working towards or how long to exercise for, how many minutes, what types of exercises to do. As always, my online MS wellness program called The Missing Link contains all of that information. Not only that, it also contains calendars where it tells you exactly which exercises to do each day for a full month to reap the benefits that you're looking for. If you've been looking for a program that gives you exactly what exercises you should be doing that's specific for people with MS, and you're also looking for a community where you have access to me, as well as other positive, affirming, missing linkers, definitely check it out. I'll post a link in the show notes where you can check out what the missing link is to see if it would be a good fit for you and the goals that you're working towards. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope today's episode answered a decent amount of your questions that you might have about neuroplasticity. If you have more questions, please reach out to me. I get a lot of my ideas for these podcast episodes from emails that I receive. So please don't hesitate to reach out. I'll leave my email in the show notes as well. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.